Downloads of this show are available on Podomatic.com and the Podomatic mobile app. If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. This is my lucky Hello, everybody, and welcome to the first episode of the new year of Get Rich Quick with Josh and, and Noel. Noel. Oh, sorry. Wow. I forgot how I it goes. I forgot how it goes. Wow. Uh, sorry, of Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. This is our first show of the new year. Uh, I have been super sick. Yep. And we actually had to do two reruns in a row, which we never do. We don't. Um, but anyway, I'm Josh Rubin. And I am Noel Denise. And this is a show where we come together once a week over a single topic. And from that topic, s- that seed sprouts trees of knowledge yeah. on how to get incredibly rich yeah. on said topic. Right? Yeah. Anyone ever tell you money doesn't grow on trees, you say, I can prove you wrong. That's right. We don't ask for anything up front for this knowledge. Uh-uh. We give it to you out of the kindness of our heart, our mm. love for the people. Mm-hmm. For all of you who are suffering because of the government shutdown. Yeah, here's your chance. Here's your chance. Take the risk. What do you got to lose? Yeah. Um, and all we ask in return, people, all we ask when it's all said and done, when you've taken our ideas and gotten obscenely wealthy from them, all we ask, Noel, is what? All we ask is after you're rich, after you've decided to quit your non-paying government job to live the <coughs> life of Riley, you remember your roots. You remember where you came from. You give us 10% of everything you've made, you tithe us. There you go. That's a deal. Mo flows. Sums it up. Yeah. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy. Happy New Year. Everyone's so sick of hearing Happy New Year yeah. by now, probably. Happy New Year, Noel. I said you I Happy New Year to you. you when I came in. Uh, you did. And I told you to go fuck yourself. I didn't have time for your business. You did. That's because I'm particularly unwell. Okay. Still. All right. My New Year, this is how my New Year started off. I've been sick. Okay. For 10 days now, I have been sick. I thought maybe you just made a resolution <clears throat> to be a better person. Be today, a nicer person than Noel. Today is the 10th. Uh-huh. Of January yeah. that we're recording this. Yes. And I have been sick for 10 days. Okay. Yay! I so maybe you'd be like, I haven't seen Noel in a long time. I got to make sure he knows how much I care. By saying I have to be a better person than Noel? <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. <laughs> I don't understand what you're saying. Better person to Noel. Oh, to Noel. Yes! I thought you said then Noel. No. I thought you were asking me to be a less good person than I am now. Oh. <laughs> Folks, despite how he tries to portray himself over the airwaves, it doesn't take much to be a better person than Noel. I'm a good guy. Uh-huh. Sure you are. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're better than Trump. Yeah. You're better than Dick Cheney. Yeah. Uh Wow. You're wow. better than Are wow. you better than Duterte? I'm not sure about that. What a guy. 
Although you never touched a cleaning lady's hoo-ha while she was asleep. No. No. Wake them up for that. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Like I said. Yeah. Like I said. Um... Merry Christmas, Josh. Merry Christmas. That's right. I haven't seen you. You were away. I was away. You were on vac- vacacion yeah. con su um, mujer. See, si. Su mujer de Ecuador. I'm surprised she managed to get back in the country. Con su mi novia. Yeah, your girlfriend, yeah. your woman, whatever, six of one, half yeah. a dozen of the other. I don't own them anymore. Huh? I don't own them. What do you mean you don't own them? What does that mean? They're you not know? my woman. Yeah, you know, Novia, that's very Latinx of you. Yeah. Not. <laughs> um, anyway. Anyway. For you social justice warriors out there, you call up Noel Deneen and you give him a piece of your mind. Yeah. Tell him what the new phrasing. Ha- I really want to know. I would like to know, actually. I have tried looking this up and I've found no answer in terms of... Uh, uh, the erasure of gender, l- making gender-neutral language in Spanish. Well, it would be like Noviex then, right? I guess. Because Latin, Latinx is pretty literal. Yeah, that's true. They want it to be X at the end of everything. At the end of everything. <coughs> Every oh, is, is word, that what it is? I think so. Is that how it works? So every word that has a gender a gender, an A or an O just becomes X. Yeah. That's what I was, that's what I didn't understand. I could not find anything about that. I've makes it you know, easy I to make that hard, Spanish but. poems because everything will rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say it'll make it easier to speak the language. Yeah. You know, a lot of my problem is always remembering which, uh, whether it's an O or an A at the end. Sure. But, uh, you know, what yeah. are you going to do? Because there's lots of words that are are have the O and the A that you don't know why they have an O or A. Mm-hmm. Like they're gender neutral things. Yeah. You know why is it agua versus aguo? Agu agu I'm trying to get the same thing done for all the verb conjugations, such as just all of X. Uh huh. Yo hablex, two uh-huh. hablex. Nosotros hablex. Yeah. That would make it even easier. I know. Make it a lot more like English. I just want all the words to be X. Uh-huh. Just like X, 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 X. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, you went uh, You went to beautiful Ecuador I went with to your beautiful Ecuadorian lady. Beautiful Ecuador. Saw the sights, ate the food. Had a great time. I loved Ecuador. Congratulations. Yeah. You know, Ecuador is the number one expat destination mm-hmm. in South America. Yeah. So you're not the only gringo who's fallen in love with Ecuador. No. It, you know what? I, I really liked it. Uh, Quito, we were in for a few days. Quito was a fantastic mm-hmm. city. Um, and went out to the, the burbs of Kumbaya a few times. Uh-huh. Which was great. Kumbaya was great. Um. And we went to this little uh, beach town. Did you sing Kumbaya while you were there? No, but I told them all about Kumbaya. Uh-huh. And they were like, oh, yeah, I think I've heard that. Uh, you didn't play it for them? You didn't whip out your phone and play it for them? No. Terrible person. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, we went to this little crazy little beach town with, like, no roads. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went to another little beach town. 
Did that one have roach? Yeah, that one was more... Um, she had lived down there when she was a little kid, mm-hmm. and it was a tiny town, and now it's grown, and it's almost like a Coney Island-type place. Is there boardwalk and games and all that kind of stuff? Mm, or? Not games, but there's <coughs> a strip, and uh, it's a beach. It's a good beach, but it's not a fancy beach by any reg- any means. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Is it? Does it have like a, a Nathan's famous guinea pig dogs there? <laughs> oh, you should open that, dude. Uh-huh. Make some money. Yeah, yeah. You can have the guinea pig dog eating contest every. I don't know what's their Independence Day. Oh, I forget, but they got it. Uh huh. Um, no, but I did try guinea pig. Koi, koi. Yeah. Well, you were now. I don't remember. I don't think you were so much talking about it on the air, uh-huh. but off the air. Yeah. All you were talking about. I was determined to try it. Yeah. Not just determined to try it. You were ready to be the champion. No, I wasn't. Bullshit. I just were, wanted to try it. You were ready to be the champion of guinea pig. That's as not the true. Next. Because where big I wanted thing. to try it was I wanted to try a place that had guinea pig empanadas because then I could get a couple mouthfuls of guinea pig without having a whole guinea pig and without having to look it in its face. Um,. Are you that way with, like, suckling pig? Uh, not so much, no. Like, you're okay with seeing a whole pig on us yeah. in front of you with the apple sticking out of its mouth. Yeah. So, what I'm guessing is you did not get guinea pig empanadas. No, that place wasn't happening, and so we went and got guinea pig. Why wasn't it happening? I forget. It was... I forget if it Were was... closed? It might have been, because it was around Christmas at that point. Uh-huh. Um... Are they big Christmas people there? Is it a very mm-hmm. Catholic thing? Do they do big decorations? I mean, it must have been pretty warm down there, right? Well, you know, keto was, it would get up to like in the 70s during the day and like in the 50s at night, uh-huh. low 50s. That's pretty warm. That's a like California weather. Yeah, cooler though. Uh-huh. And then down by the beach was much warmer. Right. And it'd be like mid 80s. Keto's up in the mountains, right? Keto's way up in the mountains, yeah. yeah. Um, did they do like, Typical, what we would consider typical uh, Christmas decoration, or is it a whole other thing? Yeah, Christmas tree, you know, all Mm -hmm. that kind of stuff. Yeah, it was pretty typical. What kind of Christmas trees did they have? Like fake evergreens. Fake ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So how was your koi experience? Uh, You know, I wasn't that into it, and I wasn't feeling a million bucks that day. Uh Uh-huh. So... You had Kitazuma's Revenge. I had Kitazuma's Revenge. Uh, and my ass. So I tried it, but the whole meal I was kind of like, ugh, food isn't my thing right this minute. How did it taste? Oh, you know what? You want to know what it tasted like? Yeah. What do you think I'm asking? Like, what What, do you, what part of the experience do you think I wanted to hear about? <laughs> How you weren't feeling well? Like, okay, I'm sorry you weren't yeah. feeling well, but what does that have to do with my asking you about eating guinea pig? Well, I want to know how it tasted. Okay. I want to know how it was texturally. I'm assuming that it came out whole. Yeah. And you saw them big, nasty buck teeth. Well, we got it. No, they had no teeth on this okay. one, and it had tinfoil on its little paws for some reason. Um, and uh, we got a half guinea pig. Oh, a half one. Which was sliced right down the middle. Uh-huh. Oh, lengthwise. Lengthwise. So you had half the head. Half like, the head. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Looked uh-huh. like something you could mount on the wall. You almost would have preferred if it had been, like, cut the other way. So we got the butt. So you got, just got the ass. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, 
and uh was it just you and 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 your lady no no there were uh uh her sister was with us and uh her boyfriend mm-hmm. and her mom wow your girlfriend has another boyfriend like no, her, her sister's her boyfriend. ecuadorian boyfriend yeah her ecuadorian boyfriend she wanted Which you guys to they meet. kept being like you wait outside and like <laughs> <laughs> awkward <laughs> um and uh, it tasted like, you know, sometimes if you get, not that I ever get it, but if you get uh, Kentucky Fried Chicken uh-huh. and you have like a thigh and sometimes it's just like overly greasy and, you know what I mean, kind of stringy, dark, I honestly, greasy. I can honestly tell you I can't remember the last time I've had Kentucky Fried Chicken or yeah. any... Any sort of fast food chicken, whether it be Kentucky Fried or Popeyes. Okay, I don't know why. I had I Popeyes with you. <coughs> oh, that's right. That yeah. night we were at the at the bar. Uh, the night we went to Radio Free Brooklyn. That's right for the for the thing, and yeah. we, we were at we went to that bar afterwards. Yep. And then we it was pouring rain. Yeah, we got Popeyes. We got Popeyes. That's yeah. right. So that was what three years ago? Uh, a couple years ago, I think at I least got two and a half tenders. Maybe. I know. I know. I'm pretty sure. Okay. I got chicken tenders. Um. So that's what it tasted like. Uh-huh. So stringy, greasy, flabby. Bad fried, like bad, bad fast fried, food fried chicken. Right. Yeah. And throw on top of that that you're not feeling well. Yeah. That's a pretty horrendous experience. Yeah. And everyone else chowed down. No, not on that. Uh, we also had, we had a few other things. We had this uh, thing that they serve a lot of places that's like, like almost like an Ecuadorian appetizer plate uh-huh. and it's basically like hominy um and fried pork and like a poo-poo platter uh kind of yeah um and then what else was there uh there was a bunch of just little things they have a little burner in the middle no to make everything taste like uh the gas jelly yeah know what i'm talking about i know what you're saying yeah what's that what's that shit called uh, uh sterno uh, yeah and you, tr- you, they put it in there, and you're supposed to put your stuff on there, and then you eat it, and you're like, why did I do that? It tastes like fucking Sterno now. Yeah. Stuff's not meant to be cooked on. No. I'm just saying. Um, well, that was eventful, Noel. It was. Ooh, that was an exciting story. Yeah. Did you shit yourself or anything while you were there? <laughs> anything to pep this up a little bit? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sick. I can't, I can't pretend to be excited today. You got to pretend. I can't. It's That's very what hard our whole relationship is built on, Josh, <laughs> is... You pretending you're excited. Uh-huh. It's not working right now. And me pretending I believe you. I'm sick. <laughs> believe that. Okay, I do. Anyway, Noel, it's yeah. funny you talk about your trip to Ecuador. Yeah, it because is. Because today's topic is... Today's topic, first topic of 2019, the new era, the year Trump goes down, oh, is so. Ecuador. How yeah. to get rich with it. How to... Aztec your way into Aztec gold land. I need an Aztec. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Very flabby over the years. (laughs) It's pretty good. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, Anyway, Noel, Ecuador, you were there. You know way more about it than I do. I do. Why don't you tell me how I'm going to get rich from it? Okay, first off, Ecuador. How are we getting rich with it? I'm going to tell you. Well, one thing that surprised me about Ecuador is the freaking number 
of speed bumps that they have there. <coughs> Everywhere you go, speed bump after speed bump. On the highway, speed bumps. Really? <laughs> yes. On a mountain road that you're like, I don't see how the car is going to go up this street. Speed bumps. Everywhere. Everywhere, speed bumps. Giant speed bumps. It's like whoever at one point was in charge of like traffic in Ecuador. Uh-huh. He was a one-trick pony. Is Ecuador one of those places that, uh, uh, you know, it's like they drive like sociopaths? You know what I mean? You like can't. I understand because of the speed bumps, but I wonder if in the past it was and like people were getting killed all the time. Maybe, maybe. You know what? Here's a funny thing. Mm-hmm. On the road, when we went out to the beaches, it was like a long drive. You know, it was about a five hour drive. Right. That's um, why, because of all the speed bumps. <laughs> Dude. Seriously. Do they drive on the correct side of the street? Yeah. Um, but there'd be speed bumps. And there'd been a, like a town would build itself around the speed bump. And there'd be like ice cream booths next to the speed bump and like people trying to come out really? and sell you things by the speed bump. How big are the speed bumps? Giant. They redefine the speed bump. Like dude. giant in terms of height or giant in terms of distance? What do you mean by distance? Well, like I've been on speed bumps. I've driven over speed bumps that are sort of low speed bumps, but they're wide. Yeah, you know what I mean. They, they go have both. They're like they're like three feet long or something like that. Okay, somewhere like that. Somewhere pretty high. Really? Somewhere very poorly marked. So like high enough that you could like trash your car. You could. Oh yeah. Is it possible that people put them there to force you Some to like were homemade ones and I read up on speed bumps in Ecuador. <laughs> like banditos or something and, like that. Yeah, there's like people will in the middle of nowhere, they'll like build their ice cream stand and then put a speed bump there to make people slow down for it. Uh-huh. Uh and those ones are the worst apparently because they're not marked at all. Uh-huh. But the other <laughs> ones are not marked well. Because it is kind of on a highway, uh-huh. and you get about a 30-foot warning that there's a giant That's speed bump. crazy, dude. And so you're really not going faster than 40 miles an hour or something too much. like that. And so you, w- have to, you can slow down pretty quickly. Yeah, and wherever they were, <laughs> whether it's in the city, whether it's on the highway, wherever it is, and this was, we were in cabs, we were in different cars with different people driving, everyone's patented technique seemed to be hit the gas as hard as you can until you're real close to the speed bump and then slam on the brakes (laughs) and then inch over the speed bump and then slam the gas until you get to the next speed bump. It was just so starting stoppy. The day when I had that guinea pig, let me tell you something. The drive afterwards, <laughs> I was uh-huh. not feeling well. And we were driving down the street, and I'm thinking to myself, I think there's more speed bumps on this street than ever before. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to make it to wherever we're going. And then they're like, oh, we're going to take a different way. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, thank you. <laughs> The different way <laughs> was this 
tiny little brick road that was the bumpiest thing in the world <laughs> and crisscrossed down the side of a mountain because it was scenic. And I was literally in this car thinking like, I'm either going to crap myself or I'm going to puke and I give it less than 50 chance, 50% uh-huh. chance that I don't. <laughs> and I made I, I made it out there though, but man, oh. you can't imagine how many speed bumps they have. And as I told, on the highway, <laughs> that's crazy. And like some of these high, the, some of the highways to the beach, mm-hmm. they were like roads that became highways. And on those, you can sort of see uh, some places how they developed. Some of these were like multi-lane highways. Mm-hmm. With the speed bump. <clears throat> I mean, when we were, I remember when we were in Tangier, their whole thing was no stoplights. It was all roundabouts. They had, they had a bunch of roundabouts there, too. Yeah. And so you'd be driving down the highway. Yeah. And the way you'd exit is through a roundabout. Oh, that's the way you'd exit. Yeah. <laughs> so you'd, you would <laughs> drive down the highway, you'd be, and we would be on this highway with no cars, uh-huh. like just burning. I mean, granted, we were in a little putt putt car, so we could only go so fast. Yeah. But and then suddenly we're at a roundabout in the middle of nowhere, oh. and it's just like turn right to go here, go straight to go here, turn left to go here. Yeah, and then you know, okay, we went through this roundabout to nowhere. Yeah, and then kept going, and that at the roundabouts was where all the checkpoints were as well. If the cops decided they were going to stop sure. you and try to get hit you up with a bribe for a bribe, it was on the roundabout. Well, so my my first scheme's going to be a simple one, man. Uh-huh. You make a car. With shock so good, you can take a giant speed bump at full speed without it throwing you like a crazy person. Untold amount of money. If you Within start, Ecuador alone, you would make. If you start marketing those big old 4x4s down in Ecuador, yeah, you're going to become a wealthy person. Or the other option is uh-huh. you take the speed bump idea and bring it up here to the States. Uh-huh. And, and then really putting speed bumps yeah. all along these things where you have your little stores, yeah. your little ice cream carts and things like that, and you just make a fortune. Yeah. Because especially in the States, no one's going to be expecting a speed bump on a highway. They're going to hit it, and they're going to trash their car. And, you know, just on the other side of the speed bump, you could have your auto repair service. Yeah. Well, and, you know, what you could do, too. And now, in the era we live in with the advanced technology we have you could have a car that is anticipating the speed bumps yeah and actually raises the wheels up to match to keep you even and clear and smooth and you could drive that car with horrible diarrhea and still feel fine how about we go a step further okay a hover car and then you don't even have to worry about it. That'd be good. You're, you're, that would be good. You're just flying over. That would be good. But I bumps. feel like you can't take fast turns on a hover car because you drift. Now you do with what they what they currently have. At some point they'll, you know, you could do a magnetic hover car. Yeah. You could just today though make a car with great shocks that. Yep. You could take. You could drive down this street at fifty to fifty miles an hour. Not slow down and not destroy your car and and keep a cup of coffee in your hand and not spill it. If you could do that, you would make untold wealth within Ecuador alone. That's solid. Yeah. I like it. It's a good idea. 
Um, Noel. Yeah. I want to talk to you about uh, space. Oh, okay. The exploration of space. Oh. You're saying why? What does that have to do with Ecuador? Yeah. But we'll get there. Okay. I think I know where you're going, but... I was reading about the space shuttle, Noel. Ah. Uh, and what I found out... Yeah. The space shuttle, Noel, costs over $450 million per launch. Yeah. It's a lot of money. The SpaceX mm-hmm. launches... Uh, the Falcon Heavy is ninety million. Mm-hmm. The Falcon X is uh, forty million. Okay, forty million or sixty million, something like that. It's a lot of money. Yeah, and a chunk of that money, good chunk of that money, is fuel. Yep. Not only is a good chunk of that money fuel, good chunk of that fuel is weight. Yep. And especially with the SpaceX stuff, which is primarily currently being developed to as transport, the lighter your rocket can be, yep. the more it can carry. Mm-hmm. The lighter rocket you can be at takeoff, the more you can carry. I'd read, Noel, that the fuel on the shuttle weighs over 2 million pounds. Okay. Which is actually almost 20 times the weight of the actual shuttle. Wow. It's crazy, right? Yeah. And the fuel costs over $2.5 million. Okay. Which in the grand scheme of, you know, $450 million per (laughs) launch. Yeah. Isn't a lot, but $2 million is a lot of money. Yeah. No matter how you look at it. And if you could save a bunch of that money. Why not? Someone would look well, look happily upon you, look well upon you. Mm-hmm. So I was like, well, when you fly the shuttle, when you take off, how far does it have to travel to get into space? Yeah. And I read uh, that basically, and granted, this is going to change depending on where you are on the Earth. Yeah. But uh, uh, it's roughly 52 miles from sea level to what we would consider space. Okay. Some people say it's 62 Depends on which, you know, part of the uh, mm-hmm. stratosphere, I guess, you get into. There are the three layers there. About here to Philly. Yeah, not that far if you think about it. Yeah. But they use up basically two million pounds of fuel to go 52 miles. Yeah. So I was thinking to myself, why don't we launch from a higher altitude? Yeah. And I said... Well, that would mean Everest, because that's the highest mountain in the world, right? That's got to be closest to space. Uh Ah. When I looked that up, Noel. (laughs) What? It turned out that that's not true. Well, I I can't imagine where it would be. (laughs) Well, I'm going to tell you. You ready? You ready for this? Okay. It's Mount Chimborazo. Okay. In Ecuador. What a coincidence. (laughs) That's right. <laughs> In case you didn't know this, uh-huh. because uh, the people who named this country are not literasts at all, mm-hmm. uh, Ecuador is Spanish for equator. Yes. Um, and that's because Ecuador yes. lies right smack yeah. on the equator. Yeah. Because of this fact... Yeah. Uh, and due to the Earth's rotation and the fact that they're on the ro- equator, there's what's known as the equatorial bulge. Yeah. Which means that... The planetary muffin top. Right. 
which means that because of the way the Earth spins, yes. the Earth is not actually a sphere. In no. fact, most planets are not actually spheres. They're oblong spheres. Yes. Because of the centrifugal force of the spinning, the planet is kind of squished, and basically at the equator, which is its waist, it smooshes out a little bit more. Yeah. So Mount Chimborazo, while it is not even one of the highest mountains in the world, I don't even think it's in the top 15, Mm -hmm. because of the equatorial bulge, it is actually the close, the, the peak is the closest point on Earth to outer space. Yeah. And it beats uh, uh, Everest by something like 13 miles. Wow. And uh, uh, which makes it l- literally the highest point. Yeah. So Everest's height is measured from sea level. Yeah. Um, and when they talk about Chimborazo, it's measured from the center of the earth. Yeah. But it's not higher by sea level because apparently because of the equatorial bulge, yeah. the sea level is also higher. Yeah. There as well. But anyway, this is what you're going to do. Okay. You're going to lop off the top of Mount Chimborazo. Yeah. You're going to set up a launch pad. Yeah. You're going to save millions of dollars in fuel. Yeah. You're going to add tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of pounds, or ability to carry hundreds of thousands of pounds more in uh, supplies yeah. and cargo, and you're going to have the Elon Musks of the world, mm-hmm. the NASAs of the world. Yeah, all buying my cars. Buy, they're going to need them. Yeah. They're going to need them to get up that mountain. There's going to be a lot of speed bumps <laughs> on that mountain. A lot of speed bumps. That's right. To go up 6,500 kilometers or whatever it is. Um, and you are going to make a fortune yes. leasing out your launch site yeah. on the mountain point closest to space on Earth yeah, to all of these uh, space exploration, rocket ship launching people. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying. But you get what I'm saying. I get what you're saying. All right. Uh, it's fantastic. It's great. Thank you. You know, I was on the equator. Were you, though? Yeah, I was. You sure? Yeah. Because that's my next thing. What? Uh, nothing. Go ahead. Should I not tell mention me about, this? No, t- talk away about it. Okay, so you we... You may not have been on the equator. I was. what I'm saying. I was on the equator. There was, uh, there's the Center of the World Monument, uh-huh. and right around the corner from there, there's the old Aztec Center of the World equator, uh-huh. uh, which, proven now with GPS, is exactly... They were right. Uh, so we went there, and it was great. It was like a cheesy kind of roadside attraction mm-hmm. type thing, but through the middle of this little place, they had it painted right on the ground where the exact equator was, and they had all the science stuff all along it, and it was really cool. The science stuff around the equator was really cool. Did you pee on one side of the equator, and did it f- flow back and hit you? It fl- It just went right in my face. Uh-huh. And I went on the other side of the equator and went right in my face again. I peed on the equator, and I don't know how. Somehow it ended up in my face. It just floated. Yeah, it just floated. Uh-huh. No, but you know the thing I was saying that they were going to do where they have the 
the tub of water and it swirls one way mm-hmm. on the equator, it goes straight down. So when I had explained that to you, I was like, it's 100 yards. No, dude. It was like three feet. Really? It was like they moved the tub three feet and it swirls one way on the equator straight down. Three feet the other way, it swirls the other way. They had this thing where you would like squish your fingers together and someone would pull them apart and then you'd stand right on the equator and they would do it again and they just bloop, pull your fingers right apart. Uh, they had this other thing where you close your eyes and put your arms out and just try to walk like tightrope along the equator mm-hmm. and it's really, really hard because the forces of the earth are trying to throw you off. Like, the, I, I bet you the Aztecs didn't necessarily know that this goes all the way around the world, mm-hmm. but they knew along this line something crazy happens. And once you saw the stuff that happens on right on the line... How wide is the line that is the equator? It's pretty narrow because, as I said, they, they were moving the tub three feet. Right. When the, the thing with your fingers, you were like two feet away and then went in, uh, on the equator. Right, but my question is, is the equator five feet wide and then you walk three feet, or is it narrower than that? Is what it they six had painted was three inches, three, four <clears throat> inches. Uh-huh. It was a, it was like a stripe in a tennis court. Mm-hmm. It it was pretty cool. You guys, you know what else is cool? Giving us money. If you want to do that, you can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Knowles show page, hit the sponsor button, pledge an amount. Half that money goes to Josh and I, half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. You hate us, but you want to give Radio Free Brooklyn, Brooklyn some money, go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, hit the pledge button, pledge a one-time, a reoccurring amount of money. All that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn, not a nickel goes to Josh and I. You get to feel good about yourself. You get a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn is a 501c3 organization, and you get to support things like the teen after-school program, which teaches them about radio uh, and a whole other things. You want to subscribe to our newsletter? Do it. Radio Free Brooklyn. Download the apps, Android, iPhone, what have you. Oh, I have that app. What the what have the you what one? have you app, yeah. yeah. Uh, and to say how thankful we are, we have a topic every week, and we give you so many ways to get so many rich. This week it's Ecuador. It's not enough for us. We want to give more to you. We want to feed you. So Josh scours the internet for extra little ways you can get rich or maybe it's an inspiration to make you want to get out there and get rich as if money alone's not enough for a reason it's not so mr josh take it away the get rich quick tip of the week Brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. The first false belief that many people believe is that you have to be smart. But my friends, I'm telling you this. You don't need a college degree to be successful. If you want to become a multi-millionaire, you don't necessarily 
need a degree to help you get there. There's no school that's going to produce a millionaire degree. If you don't think you're smart enough, you need to learn from YouTube University as much as possible. And you need to apply yourself so that you can educate yourself on the highest level and become as smart as you need to be. Look my friends, you don't need to have a 150 IQ score in order to win the game of life. Because what's really important is wisdom. Wisdom is more important than knowledge. There you go. There you go, you guys. Watch YouTube. I mean, our show is a perfect example that you don't have to be smart. No. I'm surprised he didn't mention us in this. In this. You know, he's up over 150,000 uh, subscribers now. Okay. And I've watched that number shoot up by 70,000, 80,000 since we've been using him. Uh-huh. I feel like we need some credit. Yeah. I feel like that there are a lot of our listeners. We put him over the top. I think tens of thousands of our listeners. If not hundreds. Are, are well, tens of thousands because he's only gone up about 70,000, 75,000. Yeah, since. No, guys may be watching it. Tens of thousands of our listeners are going to Daniel Alley and subscribing. Probably. So, Daniel. Yeah. Dude. I'm not sure we actually want you on our show. Yeah, we do. One show. One show. And we put a pie in his face at the end of it. Maybe we can have you record little snippets that's just the Daniel Alley Minute. Yeah. That's just exclusive for our show. Yeah. Um, But there you go, Daniel Alley. You don't have to be smart. There's no college degree of millions. No. And uh, watch YouTube. Watch YouTube. Yeah. University of YouTube. Yeah. And... uh, you can learn crazy hacks. Yeah. And uh wisdom is better than is better than knowledge. Yeah, was that what it was? Something like that. And you can get like this is how you get rich, but told to you in ASMR. <laughs> <laughs> that would be the greatest YouTube channel ever. You'd make a lot of money. You would. Yeah. You would. We should do it. You guys, if you do it, you owe us money. Mm-hmm. Uh how are we going to get rich? Well, I told you one way. Josh told you a way. Here's another way. Tell me that other way, No, I'm going to. You know, we kind of hit on this topic a little bit. Uh, but I had a little bit of diarrhea <laughs> down there. Uh, the, the day, the day of the cooey. Was not a banner day for was me. Was it the worst day of the uh, diarrhea? That and the next day. Right? How many days did this last? For it was you? just really two days. Okay, but there was a lot of bloating. Other right. than that, I think partially from the elevation, right? But partially from you're the way fact up there, man. You're way it's up the there. The highest city, isn't it? The highest like I capital city or something like that. Let's say it is. I'm gonna say Nepal is or something. Oh, that's true. Right? That would make sense, but it's very high up there. Yeah. It, it, way up there. So I'm going to guess it's partly from the elevation. It's partly from whatever bacteria might be in the water. Mm. It's also partly from uh, the fact that they love eating mass amounts of indigestible stuff. Such they, as? Such as, uh, so the, I, I told you before, they've got all these types of corn, mm-hmm. right? And it's like, oh, this one's great. It's just like corn, but it's giant, and it's all the parts that you don't digest. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. And you know, uh, w- 
huge amount of green plantains, uh-huh. which on Christmas morning we had this thing that was good. It was like mashed plantains with cheese and pork on it. It was like really good. And afterwards, I wasn't feeling that great. And I realized, oh, I probably ate the equivalent of a dozen bananas for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So it's all these things combined together. Um, uh, after that hell trip of that car that then uh-huh. turned into the windy road down the mountain where I'm just trying to hold on. I'm mm-hmm. like, I don't want to poop in this car. I don't want to puke in this car. That would have embarrassed you in yeah. front of your in-laws. We finally get to uh, her mom's place and <laughs> get into the apartment and Nan knows that I'm not doing uh-huh. well and is like, uh, is about to ask where the bathroom is and I, I, this is the bravest thing I ever did in my life. I said to her, ask where the farthest bathroom is. <laughs> <laughs> so she says, where's the farthest one? Uh, and I go to that bathroom, uh-huh. and it's showtime, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, <coughs> and then uh, afterwards, her aunt's over and talking to me, and she's like, oh... You know, it's it's basically because you're a gringo, and yeah, it's their their equivalent of Montezuma's Revenge type uh-huh. thing, right? But in my mind, I just keep thinking about the fact that a couple days before I went down there, I was told that uh, eh, they went to some restaurant and something wasn't good and everyone got sick. Uh-huh. Uh huh. That same day, her dad. Horribly sick. Over the 10 days I was there, everyone in the family at one point or another was laid out with massive really? di- massive diarrhea. Uh-huh. They pretend it's revenge on the gringos. Uh-huh. It's a way of life it's down everyone. there. It is their national sport. <laughs> it <laughs> is. They, I, the last night we were there, we were back in Quito. And we had to get up for our flight at like 2 in the morning we had to wake up. Oh, my God. So we went to bed super early, and it was the only time I turned the TV on Uh because we were just laying there, and I turned on the TV and was flicking around the channels, uh, which I found a great show. I think it was a Mexican show. Uh But it was basically diners, drives-ins, and And dives, but only taco places. Oh. It was great. That it was, was a great. really good show, and it was just like, "Here's this taco place." Was it a Food Network show? It looked like it looked exactly like diners driving and dives, only it was a Mexican dude, and it was only taco places. Was it in Spanish or was it, it was in, in Spanish? Um, and uh, and you know how they have here just medication commercial after uh-huh. medication commercial after medication commercial. Well, there. They have diarrhea medication commercial after <laughs> diarrhea medication commercial uh-huh. after diarrhea medication commercial. It is their jam, and it's their jam for so many reasons. Uh, whatever you want to call it. Maybe it's the bugs. Uh-huh. Maybe it's the elevation. Maybe it's the two dozen bananas they had for breakfast, <laughs> followed by a fistful of corn husk. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, it could be... Any of these things, but <clears throat> they need to own it. Yeah, they and do. they need to not 
brush it off. Because I, I know her aunt was saying that it's because I'm the gringo. Uh-huh. But inside she knew it wasn't. That she had diarrhea too. <coughs> that she, she's a gringo. They're she all, is the we're gringo. all gringos on the inside. They're all I descended think. from gringos. Right. So this is what you're going to do. Uh huh. You are going to make some MC Hammer pants <laughs> that you're going to sell in Ecuador. And they're going to have a dipe with some storage inside that thing. Uh, and people are going to wear them. And they're going to own their Ecuadorian roots. And they're not going to pretend it's only the gringos that get the diarrhea because I see you all sneaking off one by one, disappearing for a day, coming back like, ooh. I hear the stories. I pooped on a bathroom floor by accident. (laughs) I feel like... You just blurted that out. Now you weren't going to say that. I wasn't, the story, but I did. But you did, and they are doing it too. Yeah, day after day after day. Wow. So we're going to give them. We we can call them. Uh, you know, was it was it someone's bathroom floor? Like was no? It- we were actually in a. We stayed <laughs> in this little <laughs> resort one night. Uh, it was beautiful. Uh-huh. I felt so sick though. It was that night of the of the Kui, and then we went and got on this cab that then raced and slammed on its brakes and went over and then raced and slammed on its brakes. And uh, someone she knows has a resort in this preserve overlooking a volcano. Beautiful, beautiful place. I pooped on the floor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. I'm so proud that you admitted that. (laughs) I'm so proud that you've admitted that. Yes, and I want you to be this proud of everyone in Ecuador because they're all doing it. Are they pooping on the floor, though? I don't know. But we'll give them pajamas with MC Hammer pants and absorbent load-carrying pants. I'm, I'm down with it. I think it's a great idea. Yeah. I think it's a great idea. Football's not there. If 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 diarrhea was a national sport, <laughs> an Olympic be, sport, uh huh, they'd oh, be gold, silver, and bronze. They sure would be. And browns. And browns. <laughs> yeah, they'd have all the awards. <coughs> That's great. That's a great idea. You clearly understand Ecuador like nobody's business. I, I, they all try to deny that one, but I'm telling you, all of them mm-hmm. at some point. I think you should run for president of Ecuador. I might. On the poop your pants ticket. <laughs> on the poop your pants ticket. We're going to take the power back. That's right. Yeah. Uh, well, that's a great idea, Noel. Here's my idea. Okay. So you spoke about Ciudad Mitad del Mundo. Yeah. Also known as Middle of the World City. Yeah. Which holds the Middle of the World uh, Monument. Monument yeah. to the equator, which is the Middle of the World. Yeah. And once again, in the same uh, creative way that they came up with the name Ecuador, uh-huh. they came up with the name of the city and the monument. Yeah. Um, but as you alluded to, Noel, mm-hmm. where they placed the middle of the world monument is 240 meters south yeah. 
of where the equator actually lies. Yeah, yeah. Now, my initial idea was that you were going to go and you were going to build a new monument on the equator Mm -hmm. and take all that tourist dollar because hundreds of thousands of tourists apparently travel to Ciudad Mitad del Mundo just to see the equator. And while that monument was erected by the country of Ecuador, the government of Ecuador, it's not in the right place. Mm -hmm. So you're going to erect one. You're going to be like, you want to come to my monument? You got to pay me some ducats. Mm -hmm. But as you've pointed out, there's plenty of people already doing things there. There's stuff going on there. So this is what you're going to do. Okay. You're going to build a hotel right on the equator. Oh, yeah. The equator is going to run right through the center of the hotel. That'd be cool. So basically, the equator runs through the hallway. You get to choose which side of the equator you want to live on yeah. while you're in this hotel. You wanna, do you want your flush to go counterclockwise or do you want it to go clockwise? Yeah. You can do all of those fun equator things every single day. Yeah. As you walk the line of the equator through your hotel. You could have a bathtub with a drain on either side. Uh-huh. So which plug am I going to pull? Let's see well, which way the water goes. You, you could do that if you if you if you do a different if you do the rooms differently. Yeah. I was thinking more sort of, you know, north or south. Them. Right. Yeah. But you know, it can go you can do that as well, yeah. where someone could have a different experience in the same room. Um, you know, depending on which side of the equator in the room they decide to sleep on. Yeah. Um, you know, so there you go. That's it. It's pretty simple and straightforward. Yeah, no, that's great. Solid idea. That's great. I was really thinking at first about like, what could I do that harnesses that equator power? Because it was pretty cool. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you, if anyone here goes down to Ecuador, uh, it's worth going to this. Uh, not the big one. Go to this weird little one. They've got a. They've got a shrunken head. Right, some mm-hmm. of the some of the stuff is they have a tour guide that takes you around, mm-hmm. and some of the stuff is just like about Ecuador. Right, right. So they've got a shrunken head, they've got like a hut where these people live, and they're the people that the only clothes they wear is like a clip on their wiener oh. to stop the yeah, yeah, yeah. the the whatever the bug that swims up your uh-huh. penis hole. That's me, <laughs> not the bug. I'm the guy who wears the clip on the wiener. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were the bug that swims I up. I could be. Up, you know. I'm a little big. Yeah. Well, they grow. That's the problem. Right. Once they get up there. Yeah. Well, they latch, right? The thing is they get in your urethra, and then they, they, they have, like, spikes. Okay. And they latch on the inside of your urethra and then grow. They're like the tapeworm of your dick. Why did that ever become a thing, right? Tapeworm? No. The tapeworm of your dick. Oh, yeah. Right? You couldn't figure another way to survive out. Look, I feel like if you think of all of the issues that women have uh-huh. with their reproductive slash waste removal parts, UTIs, yeast infections, yeah. uh, 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 cysts. Yeah, um, that's true. We uh, deserve that one. You know, then. we're we get off pretty easy. Yeah, you know what I mean in terms of sort of natural. Uh, enemies to that's our junk, true. other yeah. than like a swift kick to the balls or something. Yeah, that's like true. That. But we don't get ninety percent of these things that women have to deal with we all the don't. time. But it's there's all not internal. like a species of bear that goes around and just tries to kick us in the balls. No, there's not. 
this is sort of the the equivalent uh, equivalent of yeah. that, which yeah. is all. If you're gonna go swim, put a yeah. Don't put swim a, in the, the. Basically, the lesson is don't swim in the Amazon without a clip on your dick. Yeah, wear a rubber band. Whatever you, you but you can. You, there's a way around or just it. Wear a condom. Right, <laughs> right. Okay, that's a good idea. Wear a condom, or you know, I bet it's much easier if you have a foreskin and you can just sort of close it. Put some. Put some Velcro on that, and you can mm-hmm. just close it off. I don't know. These dudes have foreskins, and the only piece of clothes they wear is a clip on their wiener. Yeah. I don't blame them. Yeah, I know. If something was going to climb up my little pitch I'd be hole, scared of getting splashed. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd walk around with a clip on my wiener all the time. Yeah. I had some of the best pork ever. Uh-huh. We went to the market, and they had these giant roast pigs that mm. were so good. Mm. Dude, they were fantastic. Fantastic. Crispy, crispy, crispy. So could the skin yeah. was cooked, so it was wafer thin. Mm. It was so All crispy. The fat had melted away. All the fat had melted away. And it was like this big old plate of that one did come with potatoes. Uh-huh. That was like potatoes and what else was with it? This pork. Probably corn. Uh <laughs> They had, they had some good corns though. Did they, they have did. other vegetables? They did, but I had to stay away from a lot of the vegetables because, because they were like washed and whatever, right. and I didn't want to get they weren't double cooked. diarrhea. Yeah. Uh, when and actually, you know, it took me a while to get di- diarrhea to mm-hmm. the point where her family was like, "Oh, he's like going to make it." Yeah. With how iron stomached I was, you're like a real Ecuadorian. Yeah. Until you shit yourself. Well, but I still had the the wherewithal to say the farthest bathroom. Uh huh. You're a good man. <laughs> You're a good man. I can't imagine what would have happened if I did that and they were all like six feet away on the other side of a door. It would have been. Was it loud? Mortif- it was loud. Oh, it was horrifying. Uh-huh. It was it was an experience. Wow. I went through the gauntlet on that uh-huh. one. Uh, and I came out a different man. Wow. Yeah. I could tell when you walked in the door today. You're like, that's a guy who besides the besides the the That's you know, not the bathroom I pooped on. Besides a three day oh, growth. Can you imagine that if I pooped all over her mom's bathroom? I can't imagine that. That would have been horrible. sort of an amazing moment. <laughs> no, that would have been horrible. That would have been the best. You'd have been always remembered as the gringo who shit in her mom's bathroom. My proudest moment when I know I, I beat Ecuador. I won. Mm-hmm. Because then after that, I took a whole bunch of modium, right? And I just stopped the works. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'd just be like, I got to go a little bit every day because I can't let it completely stop or it'll turn into cement. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, and like a day before we left, I'm like, I'm going to take my time in the morning. Her family, I went out to the beach. I had my coffee. Uh-huh. I laid down. I did a crossword puzzle. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Uh-huh. And without... No competition. No second place. Right. The largest poop <laughs> I have ever th- dreamt uh-huh. of doing. Uh-huh. Days of nothing but dozens upon dozens of bananas and corn husks. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of really good seafood. A lot of good uh-huh. seafood. Um, a lot of good food in general. But, man, nothing happened to me before like this happened it was there no, there is no second place did you feel like literally a new person when that all came out i did i was just like because you I, as i said the elevation the right. everything 
you feel like uncomfortably bloated yeah. a lot uh, for a long time. That that's the one thing that didn't go away after that one day. I tend to get a little constipated after a long plane flight anyway as well yeah. when we travel for like two days, three days. Well, after. and imagine that, but then the plane only goes halfway down to the ground yeah, and let no. you out. <laughs> Look, I remember when we were when we were in uh at Sundance yeah. and and we were up in uh uh whatever that what what the hell is it called? Park City. When we were up in Park City. I had I could not adjust, man. Yeah, I was like happy to be the guy who taxied people down to Salt Lake uh-huh. for any reason whatsoever, yeah. just so I could get back down to something resembling sea level, so my ears could pop and I could take a shit okay. and be feel like a human being. Okay, and then driving back up there, the second we got halfway up that 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 road up the mountain, I'd feel it all coming back on again and just feel shitty. Yeah. Hey, you guys, if you uh. want to give Josh some poop tips, you can get him on. Twitter at GRQ Josh Noel. Uh, you can email him at uh, GRQ with Josh Noel at gmail.com. You can go on Facebook at Facebook slash GRQ Josh Noel. You can go on iTunes, subscribe, rate, review, anywhere you get a podcast. If you only listen to us on podcast form, <laughs> tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock, Radio Free Brooklyn. Get the schemes five days before everybody else. Get there early, listen to Art Star Scene, stick around late, listen to Sit with Jan Luca. Uh, you got a lot of money in your pocket. You got to spend it. Josh is going to tell you how right now. Spend that money! 4.5 billion years ago, a meteorite fell from the skies onto Namibia, where it sat waiting to be found until 1830. Now, using 21st century technology, the rock from that meteorite has been used to handcraft a pair of Colt 1911s. The range of skills used to create the pistols includes 3D modeling, EDM wire cutting, and electron beam welding. And the pistols were etched with acid as a finish to bring out the crystalline patterns and textures of the meteorite. If you want these out-of-this-world firearms, prepare to pay an out-of-this-world price. $4.5 million should be enough to secure them. There you go. $4.5 million for some pistolas. Yep. Is EDM etching uh, electronic <laughs> dance music etching? Yeah, they did the soundtrack for that uh, clip. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. We don't need to do any rules today. No, because you know why? It's undeniable. It's undeniable. We're getting rich with Ecuador. Yeah, we sure are. So once again, for Josh. And Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Gonna get rich quick This is my lucky day